This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Thank you for listening to This is a Place podcast. My name is Brandon. And I'm joined by a man who, eh, never mind. I had a good joke, a good meteor joke, but I just don't think it's going to have the right impact. That so. was mediocre. <laughs> Nate, I, uh, I decided we had to break from our normal programming to talk about the significant event that happened here over the weekend. Very significant. Scary significant. Doesn't it feel like it should be more worrisome than people are making it? Everyone's acting like it was cool. I don't know. I'm scared. It's... It was interesting. Let's start off with... Where were you? (laughs) The great meteor of 2022. What was last Saturday? The 13th? Saturday the 13th around... What time was it? About 8.45? 8.32 or so? 8.32 in the morning. Where were you at 8.32 a.m. on August 13th, 2022? Well, I had just finished a short 50-mile run. On your Wii? No, outside. Anyway, I had just finished my run, and just a normal, quiet Saturday morning, the wind was blowing so gently, birds were chirping, and I finished my run, and decided to do a little bit of weed pulling in the front yard. I noticed on my run couple streets down that they were someone was getting a dumpster do some projects and then I started on my my yard I was listening to some music and I heard it can only be described as an explosive sound sounded like an explosion and I thought about back to that dumpster because I was looking around the house looking to the sky couldn't decide where it came from so I thought it was the dumpster that came crashing down and they put it in the yard or whatever, in the driveway. Or they threw something enormous. Something really of it. big in there. Right. That's what I thought it was because I couldn't make any sense of that sound. And then 
yeah, eventually found out it was, in fact, a meteor entering our, our humble state. The atmosphere. How about you? Where were you? I was. It's going to be a surprise to you, but I was playing pickleball out in daybreak. <clears throat> and it's kind of in, in between houses, the, the park that we were at. And there was a guy with like a Dodge Charger or something like that that had just started his car like basically at the same time. So you could hear him like revving the engine. And then it sounded to me and felt, because the ground shook a little bit. I don't know if you felt any shaking. But it sounded like thunder. Like when you, if you've ever been really close to a lightning strike or and that loud sound, it comes after it or with it and that shakes the ground a little bit that's what it felt like but you look up in the sky and you're like there's no clouds so my only thought was did that guy's dodge charger like totally backfire and like something blew up in his engine because <laughs> even after i don't know if you felt it or heard it it felt like a little bit almost like earthquake style like a little bit of rumbling or tremor yeah, type feeling i heard the rumble so I'm like, is that, because you know, like with a muscle car, how it does that kind of rumbles a little bit. And I'm like, like that car's got to have a huge engine to be doing that. And people don't ask me like, what was that? I'm like, I don't know. Did that guy's car backfire or something like that? And then after that, I didn't think anything of it. And then I got home and then you sent me a text about the meter and I'm, or meteor. And I'm like, what? Is that what that sound was? And you're like, yep. I'm like, oh, now it all makes sense. And I thought, that's kind of crazy because I think last week was the anniversary of the tornado that came through Salt Lake. So, in a place that hardly has tornadoes, we do have earthquakes, but we had that big earthquake, was that two years ago now? Yeah, March of 2020. And now, stuff is falling from outer space. Is this is this it, Brandon? Are we done? I mean, you're forgetting about the monolith too that appeared a couple years ago. Oh, where did that come from? We've got Skinwalker Ranch down the street, basically. And then didn't the government basically admit that they there are aliens? They're just like a year ago. Yeah. And nobody cared. <laughs> like, like, why are we not talking about this? And then this story as well. Like, I mean, I've I've been sending you like every meme that's been funny about it, and like any story that I've seen pop up on Facebook or from other people. But I'll be honest with you, I haven't done like much Google searching about it. But I just think it's interesting how there hasn't been a whole lot of talk about it, and. I don't know if that's good or bad. My question is, are meteors common? Is this, does this happen a lot? I do know that they're expensive, right? If you find one that hit the earth, like if you can find fragments of a, of one, aren't they pretty expensive? Like you can sell them for some good money. Probably. It's rare. But I think it's rare that they actually hit the earth. And that's what they're saying is it probably didn't. It probably burned up. It didn't actually hit anything because I guess 
if a meteor is pretty big, I don't remember where I heard this, but someone said if it's the size of a Volkswagen, it would have destroyed our state. So if a meteor did crash somewhere, it's going to be probably, you know, pretty small. Yeah. But likely it didn't even make it. But still, I feel... What's the whole point of the Space Force? They should be protecting us from this. It's scary, man. It puts your whole life in perspective. We Everything could just end in an instant. That's we true. We wouldn't even know. We wouldn't even know. Well, my guess is, going back to aliens, that it wasn't one. That it was just some alien entering Utah, heading over to to the ranch. They said it went probably, if it did land somewhere, it's probably in the Uinta somewhere. Maybe it's at Mill Hollow. Could be. Maybe that's what happened to the tree. It wasn't lightning. It's the meteor tree. Maybe that's what happened to Tiny. (laughs) We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. So they say that it's likely that it was three feet in diameter when it entered Earth's atmosphere to make a sound as loud as it did and as far as it was heard. And that it had been 10 to 20 yards or 30 to 60 feet in diameter, the sonic boom likely would have been severe enough to break windows and cause damage. What? (laughs) Well, maybe this should be our, our new project, Searching for the Meteor. And the best way to find a meteorite is to find a rock sitting in a place where you don't expect rocks. This is from a KSL post. Well, that doesn't help. There's rocks everywhere in Utah. That's why they call it the Rocky Mountains. As you mentioned, you sent me a bunch of memes, right? I did. Did I send you the videos too? It, it got caught on some people's cameras. Yeah, I saw it on some videos. The first one I saw was the person in Roy. You can see it in the sky. Flying over their house. There was a video of somebody jogging. And that's where I feel you can hear it the best. Or close to what it sounded like in in reality. And sadly, I did not catch it on video, even though my ring was recording me at that time. Can you believe it? The chances it didn't of me catch being, it. It didn't catch it. I was out there doing the yard work, and I stepped far enough away to the side that my ring stopped recording me. And it was only a three-minute window, and within that window was when the meteor 
happened, so I missed it. I know it doesn't have to do with the subject, but you you brought up ring doorbells, and I'm mad at my ring doorbell because it hasn't been catching the motions a lot lately. And somebody stole my kid's bike the other day, and the ring doorbell didn't pick it up. Um, really? It's actually the bike I bought when I was like 15. Oh man! I think I spent like 700 bucks on it, so that's equivalent to like what 10,000 dollars today. <laughs> um, it didn't lose any value either. But I'm just like. Who steals bikes anymore? Can you really get any money for, especially for an old bike? So I had that bike, and then I had like a bike that a neighbor gave me that was basically he was going to throw away because the, the tires were flat. So I changed the tires, and I thought it'd be a bike I could ride with my son. So they stole two bikes, probably street value or resale value of twenty bucks a bike. But I was just like, really? Is it really worth stealing somebody's bike for twenty bucks? I'd rather they would have knocked on my door and said, "I need twenty bucks." <laughs> And I'll give you your bike back. Um, it kind of reminds me of, uh, is that on the Obi-Wan series? Where it's like, if you're going to steal my stuff and sell it back to me, at least wash it before you do. But just frustrating. I'm like, do people still sell like, are still like CD players from cars and case logics? Like, is there any money in that too? Or do you, do you who steals bikes? It's catalytic Old converters bikes. these days, isn't it? Yeah. Lucrative one. Yeah. I, I, there's, I mean, it's another tangent as well. Some guy was at Fashion Place Mall stealing them, and he stole one next to a Tesla, and it recorded him do the whole thing. So he got caught. So be careful if you're a thug. <laughs> just don't do it. So if you want to steal stuff, be careful doing it next to a Tesla, or just don't do it. Or just go to Nate's house. Yeah. He's got bikes. The funny thing is they didn't steal my daughter's bike, um, which to me is more valuable than my bike was or my kid's bike was. Are you sure they didn't just borrow it? I'm hoping that's what it was, and it will show up, but I'm going to say no. <laughs> like, if it was just his bike was gone, I'd be like, maybe he misplaced it, but when I noticed both bikes were gone. The other bike, to be honest with you, I'm like, I was going to get rid of it anyways. It was just old junk anyways, and so I'm not bummed about that at all. It just sucks that they stole my kid's bike, and he's been riding it a lot lately, so he normally locks it up too, and he didn't that night so maybe they've been learned. watching for the time he wouldn't lock it up yeah like i said the ring doorbell didn't catch it and i didn't have my i have cameras around my perimeter and i stupid me didn't have them armed so i didn't catch them on that either but oh well life life goes on it is what it is so really who we have to blame is ring yeah so i'm just like come on they didn't, ring. didn't catch the bike didn't catch the meteor on my ring what do we even have them for? What's the point? What's the point? Usually, we switch over to Vivint. Vivint sells when a guy came over yesterday and tried to sell me on that. And it's like, should have been a Vivint. I got a Vivint guy. I got you. Yeah, the Vivint salesman, dude, yesterday, his enthusiasm was just not there. <laughs> just like, not there. Like, uh, he looked like he was, he's been beaten up. pretty hard that day so maybe it wasn't making a lot of sales because he did not have any energy to talk to me about it it's the end of the season he's probably done yeah it's just fun sales pitches hearing the same sales pitches over and over again i'm like that's the same sales pitch i used when i did door-to-door -door like 20 years ago i sold satellite dishes for like two weeks two weeks 
two weeks door to door and that's when I got into real estate. Then I got offered the job to do mortgages and now I'm stuck. I've never done sales, but my brother who does them told me the tactic is to act kind of aloof when you come to the door and they all have the same technique when I that usually does pick it up on my ring doorbell which I'm grateful for so I don't answer the door but they'll ring the doorbell and then they'll stand far away from the door and play on their phone or their tablet or whatever they always do it every single one of them so now when you see them you'll never be able to unsee it I've noticed too. So besides selling satellite dishes, um, I used to go door knocking, trying to find homes to fix and flip, like rundown homes. Or even when I was doing a flip, I would go knock the neighborhood because everyone's always curious about the home, the crappy home in the street and what's going on with it. But I noticed that when I knocked on doors that people that have the no soliciting sign on it were the most talkative and willing to talk. So, and every once in a while, somebody would point to the sign and I'm just be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see it. No big deal. But, anyways. Does anybody want soliciting, to be honest? No. I mean, going back to Ring Doorbell, that's been nice having the Ring Doorbell that you can look and see who's at the door. <laughs> so you don't have to answer it, but... I feel like where our neighborhood is, we get hit all the time by door-to-door -door salesmen. I think they just drive down Banger Highway. Oh, there's a decent-looking neighborhood. Let's go. Let's go in there. But we have them all the time. And I feel like one of our neighbors, if you go to their house, it's a guaranteed sell. I feel like they've bought everything. From the t I know what you're talking about. <laughs> every, every month they have like something new new windows new new roof new solar panels new whatever um i feel like they're just i don't think they can say no and or else they're just really sold on what people are selling if my wife didn't have me here she would be the house yeah my wife has opened the door a few times and she like comes oh my gosh they have this great deal going on i'm like no way <laughs> yeah i came home from Kind of, it was pretty late one night. I was off at a church activity, and I got home and there was a man in my house with a vacuum, doing some demonstrations. Oh no! And we just bought a vacuum, probably not even a month before that. But he had her convinced. I mean, she's smart. But I think she just gets – She, they plan her emotions, and she wants to help them out, buy stuff, and support them. And I think they make it sound like it's a good – they make it sound to be a good – Like you cannot af not afford – Right. You can afford not – you can't afford not to buy it. Am I saying that right? But this guy was so convinced that he'd convinced my wife to the point that he had made the sale. He would not take no for an answer. It took me many tries to get him out of the house. And he'd get up, start packing all this stuff up. Everything was strewn around my, my living room. And I was just, no, you just bought a vacuum. 
They got robots that vacuum for you now. But anyway, salesman, fun stuff. Back to meteors. <laughs> <laughs> this is gone. It's basically the same thing. It uh, there's a lot of speculation that maybe not a lot, but one of my favorite conspiracy theories is that the world actually did end in 2012 when the minds predicted it and now we're just in some sort of a simulation of some sort or some sort of a like reset. Some dream, dream state or something like that yeah get into the whole mandela effect stuff and you know the meteor just might be another part of that possibly but if not it just shows that the world's coming to an end so it's just party and have fun yeah there, there you go yeah we're all worried about like a nuclear war but we should really be worried about the aliens throwing meteors at us that's the just, real worry or just nature nature's just ticked off at us and is throwing meteors at us does that count as nature when it's outside of the atmosphere good question The cosmos. The cosmos are mad at us. Cosmos. You did send me some good memes. I survived the great meteor of 2022 with a picture of supposedly what's the meteor. They say is a picture of it. Uh, shout out to our our friend Govcox. Wanted to apologize for not being specific when he prayed for showers over Utah this morning. The meteor was not his intention. Didn't you send me another one? I don't know where it came. Oh, no, I sent it to you. The link's on Facebook. It has a picture of the... Oh. That ice cream, was it called? The right, taco. the Choco... Oh, the Choco Taco. The Choco Taco. This is, this is payback for them canceling the Choco Taco. There's rumor that some guy wants to buy the rights to it to keep it going. Is it really like, I don't even think I've had it. Me neither. <laughs> I've always been tempted to buy it, but I never have. But that could be uh, the reason why meteors are coming. All, all I know is I'm, I'm worried. I'm still worried about the earthquake. Now I'm worried about meteors. And we have another tornado. tornado soon, too. Who knows? <sighs> this is just too stressful. Just is not safe anymore. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. Anyway, let us know where you were when the meteor struck. And I'd be interested to know what you thought it was, what your mind justified it as, rather than what it actually was. It was not normal military operations in Tooele. But it was indeed a meteor entering our atmosphere. And we are glad that we are safe and you're as well. For now. Thanks for listening to This Is A Place podcast. See you next week, we hope. Mm -hmm.